right. Happy Monday. Mm. You know, I, I like to start off Monday with a positive energy, but I, I saw something this morning that concerned me on the way in. I just wanted to share this, Jody. Okay. I, I think about stuff on the road now, especially, you know, Sam, me and Jody's daughter, Taylor, as you know, has her permit. Mm-hmm. It'll be a license sometime later this year. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess now I'm even more cautious or observant of anything around me than oh I've been gosh. in a long time. And uh, what I saw this morning, a little public service announcement here, um, is early. one of those things that really made me nervous. There was a guy with his pickup truck and he had his little flatbed trailer behind him, right. but he was carrying serious amounts of lumber, like for a house. And clearly this thing was overloaded and not safe. And so an 18-wheeler passed him and the little breeze from the 18-wheeler caused him to start shifting and shaking right. and the trailer literally almost jackknifed He's shaking in front and of shifting and shifting and it, shaking. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think about that kind of stuff, and, and you know, I mean, that's the kind of stuff our daughter is going to encounter. You know what I mean? And yeah. you have to be mindful and kind oh of gosh. even predict those kind of situations when you see them, so that you hang back. Yes, it's a it's an experience. Having experience driving is everything because you you know to back away from those situations, um, and there's no way to get experience except to do it. My big worry. This is not the positive way to start Monday, but my worry <laughs> is that, you know, one day she's going to get in an accident mm-hmm. and God willing, it's just, it'll just be a fender bender. But who is it with? Who's the person? Is it some hothead? You know, I worry about that kind of stuff. Wow. I hadn't taken it that far, yeah. Jody. Yeah, but, you sorry. Know, I guess it's, my reality, that, it, it's that hard transition part to your kids driving. Mm-hmm. That happened to Sammy one time. He was it was like a two lane road. And he said this guy kept tailgating him, standing, went around him and slowed down. Right. Was doing all kind of nonsense. And he finally just, Sammy said he just stopped the car and let the guy just nice. go on. Get out of the Good way. Move. Good move. Yeah. Good for Sammy. That's the right way to handle it. Good calm it. energy there. Yeah, yeah, because if you engage the road rage thing, mm-hmm. holy smokes. You never know who you're engaging with. Right. That's another trick. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel great now. Thanks, Murphy. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> again, it's a great reason to make sure you don't get distracted by phones and things mm-hmm. and keep your eyes on the road while you drive. Yeah. That's all. All right, coming up this morning, is it possible to teach old dogs new tricks? Literally, we are trying to do that. Okay, That's what Jody thinks. At our house, because yeah. we've got some accident-prone older dogs that are starting to just get lazy, and oh no, I'm not having it. <laughs> so we're on the case, and so um, we're going to tell you about that. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Uh, going to get you ready for a new thriller that debuts on Netflix this week and yeah. why Stevie Nicks redid a Fleetwood mm. Mac song for it. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. want to get you guys ready for something new to binge on Netflix, a new original Netflix show mm-hmm. um, that's debuting later this week. It's called Gypsy, and it stars an Academy Award-winning actress, Naomi Watts. You guys know her. Yeah. Um, and she plays this lady who's a, a psychiatrist and she sits there and visits with patients all day long and she seemingly has this perfect life and she goes home and everything seems perfect. But she has some personality issues of her own and because of that, she gets too closely involved with patients. Yes, I feel like I've been living my life as two people. I don't know which one is real. I know who's in control anymore so that's her that's yeah, the psychologist is, yeah and this is a thriller okay What's it called gypsy oh just that's right. you said <laughs> anyway that. i want to tell you the story of how this came to be the girl who wrote this series sat down in a coffee shop opened up her computer and decided that she kind of had an idea of where she wanted to go mm-hmm. you know with this and in the coffee shop the fleetwood mac song gypsy started playing mm-hmm. and she felt a connection to the song and with what she was trying to do to this person 
you know, a hopeful but eerie thing. Somebody who's got, who's kind of at war with themselves, and she just connected with but the what song. What you're saying is Stevie Nicks was communicating to her through the speakers at yeah. Starbucks. No, yeah. but there's uh-huh. more. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so um, she ended up titling the show Gypsy. And they, she wanted to use it as you know the opening credits. Right. And they had talked about once the show is shot and everything's ready, getting a new you know current artist, somebody young, to cover Gypsy. Mm-hmm. But they changed their minds at the last minute and asked Stevie Nicks if she would re-record it. Mm-hmm. And Stevie was happy to because she re-recorded the way it was really written, the way we were all intended. When when she sat down and wrote this. It was on piano. Wait, when Stevie Nicks when wrote it. Stevie, you're talking about Stevie Nicks and the way she wrote Gypsy. The way she wrote Gypsy all those okay. years ago was really on piano. So she has given the world Gypsy through this show. This is the opening credit. So I'm back to the velvet. Mm. Ooh, underground. This is how the show will open. Sorry, Sam. I know that you don't care for her voice, but <laughs> she's Sorry, a legend. Sam. Let me know when it's over. Sorry, Sam. Anyway, if you watch the show, maybe you'll fast forward this part but this is how the show opens and that is a new recording of stevie nicks doing gypsy sounds like the show's gonna be awesome too it dave it's a thriller know that it's a ride actually you know what'll happen is you watch it on netflix and when it goes to the next episode it skips this part (laughs) how does it yeah it's a boom right into the show there you go up to date with jody's hollywood outsider all right coming up we are trying to teach some old dogs some new tricks because there's way too many accidents happening in our house Mm -hmm. and it is possible one of the tricks I never thought of before. We'll tell you about it next. You want to see a really sweet face on our Facebook page? Well, know, almost human. Right. And I'm not talking about Jody because that is a really sweet face. Uh-huh. I, I'm talking about uh, Ellie, the dog that Sam's had for 10 months that he's having to give back to his yeah. owner. She's Kinda kissable, sad. man. Yeah. Mm. Check yeah. it out on our Facebook or Instagram page. All right. We're dog lovers and we have quite the dog story for you right now. And we're going to um, post this info about teaching an old dog new tricks specifically training retraining yes. an adult dog that's the yeah. problem it's re- this House is what frustrates training. me is we're having to retrain one of our dogs for potty training which yeah. is just nuts but i guess because dogs are pack animals this is our pug's fault the pug can't see her oh, here i'm okay? the pug she is jo- like jody says she's really sort of a special needs dog and now so she is. because she is making mess in the house unfortunately the other dogs are now starting to follow suit it's mm. like yeah. wait our pit our pity and our foster dog think, oh, okay, it must be okay to pee right here. Here yeah. I go. Got a new place to go. So, um, no, I'm not having that. I am not having that. And there are not enough sensies in my house to combat that. Mm-hmm. So we brought a couple of crates back inside. Um, we had one in, but we, had, we brought two of them side by side. And we put them in the living room. And we're crate training again because that is how you house train a dog. You don't leave them in the crate longer than they can hold it ever. But you bring them in and then you put them in the crate. Make it a happy place, a pillow, a little chew or something like that. And then as soon as you take them out up to six times a day, you Mm. take them to the same spot of the yard where you want them to go. And when they go there, you praise them like crazy. Yeah, but It's it's the first thing that you have to do. And, you know, it flashes me back because we've not had to do this with ours in a while. You know, a lot of people mistakenly think a crate is a penalty box Mm -hmm. and it's not. It's just the opposite. It's a safe haven. And so it's the easiest way, you know, because you can't. Negative reinforcement does not work for potty training. It's got to be positive. And you know that you know this, Sam, because I know you have this. If you see spots on the floor or whatever, yeah. like a pee spot, if it happened 15 minutes ago to a dog, it happened yesterday. To oh a dog. yeah, yeah. There's no, no point. T- mm-hmm. in yes! sc- <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no point in screaming. You have to stop and stop them when they try to do it. So it's a lot of. <laughs> 
I read somewhere, take off time from work for a few days to train your dog. Uh, like, can't oh, do that. Yeah. Sit around <laughs> waiting for it to pee. That's the only thing that's really tricky about this is to do it right is time consuming. So it that is. makes it a little bit frustrating, but it's I suppose investment. we'll see the reward. It'll be worth it. These are smart. They're, do- they're dogs. They're mm-hmm. smart. They'll get it if we are consistent with our guidance. So anyway. Wish us well, Sam. Yeah. How to train an old dog. Six times a day. New Ooh. tricks. Murphy, Sam, and Jody.com. Call or text us. 877-310-4MSJ. Hey, Amanda's up next, Jody. She said, uh, you know, you you and Murphy have that issue with the end of uh, Sopranos yeah, being not unfulfilling. It, yeah. Ten years later. She's got the same issue, but it's a different show. Jump in anytime. It's our favorite part of the morning anyway. 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Amanda? Good. I was calling. You guys were talking about The Sopranos and how you were disappointed with the ending. Um, I don't know if you guys... I have not watched The Sopranos, so don't spoil it. I definitely... It's on my list to see. No problem. Um, But I don't know if you guys remember the show Lost. I never watched that. Yes. No. I don't know anything about it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, don't bother. (laughs) (laughs) It was my favorite show when it was on, and I... Watched it, never missed an episode, and it came down to the end, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was the most horrible ending, ending. ever. Oh, wow. And okay. it was so bad that I even have, like, the DVDs my family has bought me and said, here's your favorite show, watch it again. No, I don't even want to watch it. So wow. I being disappointed with the end of the show like yeah. that. Mm. It completely ruined the show. I am sorry so. to hear that. I'll remember that and I won't waste my time. Yeah. We have a friend, though, who All is right. a lost fanatic, yeah, don't he was, we? Yeah. He was a lost Murphy. His name is yeah, Mur- he Murphy. He podcast and everything about it. Man, he was fanatical. We should ask him about the ending next time we see him. <laughs> you should, because most people who are huge fans were just devastated by the ending yeah, yeah. I, I remember being in the you know news in the, that, in the that press way yeah. about mm-hmm. it yeah so, thanks amanda yeah that the murphy we're talking about by the, by the way is not me murphy but you know a different murphy, murphy yeah. yeah if you can believe that yeah uh the sopranos ending hurt us so much we've just spent over the weekend we just went back and watched some you know favorite clips of like paulie and favorite yeah. characters I'm, and I'm, we haven't started anything else yet but you know what i really wasn't as bothered by it as you were jody it was too abrupt and i guess part of it knowing remembering seeing it everywhere 10 years ago I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I, we didn't know what was coming, but we kind of knew how it was coming. I know. And yeah. so it didn't really ruin it for me. I would have liked something a little more complete, but yep. it was still, it didn't ruin the show for me at all. No, it's still worth it. Yeah. Um, 877-310-4675. Join us anytime. Okay. We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime to the conversation. The number is 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Gene? And I love your show. I, I listen to you every day on my way to work, and I love it. And Thank you. Sam, I think you have the best laugh ever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we think so, too. It's awesome. When he gets really tickled. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and I've been listening to your commentary on The Sopranos, too. We were big Sopranos fans. We watched it basically yeah. every week. Yeah. And I agree with you, uh, Jody, about the ending. It was like, what? Yeah. I mean, like, give me a little more. Yeah. I don't have to yeah. see him on the floor. Or running, or going to see a an FBI agent, but I need to I need to see something that gives me some inkling Closure. where you think he ended up because you made him up, you wrote him exactly. <laughs> and the whole you know how many seasons did it run? But um, I my personal feeling was that they did it like that to leave it open for possibly um, you know oh. 
not a sequel, but reopening it. Right. Yeah. right. But now that um, James Scott and Gandolfini is not yeah. with us any longer. No, there won't knows, be. So. They do say, I, did, I will tell you this, little Hollywood outsider, just for you. Supposedly, someone at HBO said that the creator would look into doing a an origin story. So maybe the story of his dad and Uncle June when they were in their oh, heyday. And Pauly would be a part of that, too. A young Pauly. So that would be cool. Now that's interesting. I know. And there would be that a would kid be- who would be Tony. Yeah. Little Love Annie. It. Yeah, and I would be there for that. Absolutely. That sounds great. I know. Cool, huh? Yeah. Thank you, Jane. I I did not think about, before James Gandolfini passed away, that they might have left it open for some more follow-up. I guess. A few years, resurrected, and that sort of thing. Still owed me an ending, though. All right. We (laughs) love hearing from you. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. I got the update for you on the Clooney twins, mm-hmm. how they're doing, and how Daddy George is too. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I've got news and updates on the world's most famous twins. <laughs> Two sets of them, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's start with <laughs> the, the Clooney's or the, the Carters? Let's start with the, we're going to get to the Carters, but the Clooney twins update is kind of cool. Now, this doesn't come from the Clooney's. It comes from their very dear friends, Randy Gerber and Cindy Crawford. Oh, uh, yes. Who are co- co-billionaires. Yeah. They just recently sold their tequila company for a billion dollars. Randy, by the way, and George Clooney will still be involved in the company. They just mm-hmm. sold the brand. So I think they still get a paycheck from the tequila, which is supposedly the world's greatest tequila, which is why they set out to make this stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. You got a billion dollars and you're married to Cindy Crawford. Okay. Well, anyway, look, George Life and Amal have been home with the babies, their babies, um, in their at their London home. And so Randy and Cindy went to visit them. Mm-hmm. Randy says they're so cute. George is really happy right now. And Amal is a natural when it comes to motherhood. So that's the report we're getting, which is okay. kind of cool and kind of cute. You know, you don't hear about problems. Um, apparently, Beyonce and Jay-Z's twins are still, they're still dealing with the twins' premature birth. Right. As of Three or four days ago, they were still in the hospital. That's what we're hearing from a source close to the family, that they're under the lights, mm-hmm. meaning the Billy Rubin ri- lights, right. because it looks sounds like they're jaundiced. But you know what? If Beyonce and Jay-Z are not releasing anything, maybe that's not what's going on. Maybe they're home already and don't want to say yeah, anything they, to they it. They could be home. Yeah, they haven't know. even released names. There have been rumored names, but that's ridiculous. Sean and B. <laughs> yeah, Sean and B were the ones, but that doesn't mean. That's right. rumored. That, to me, sounds so faked you it's know you're naming sean jr and b instead of beyonce it's too easy. yeah yeah <laughs> you know it's gonna happen is she's gonna release a photo with with names at one point yeah. from home or something like that and you know twitter will explode when that happens right but uh, they're being watched carefully for sure all right coming up in your next hollywood outsider this morning at 7 55 why bradley cooper played a music festival this weekend up to date with jody's hollywood outsider and jody you've got proof that monday's a better day than the weekends um there's something that's harder on the weekends that a lot of us try to do mm-hmm. so good news it's monday coming up so if your old faithful dog who's been there forever with you is now suddenly making messes in the house and you're retraining that's the situation that jody and i are in come <laughs> hang out with us after the show and the podcast 
we think we think we've got the solution on how to get yeah. our you know, teach an old dog new tricks. Stella back on uh-huh. track, right? Exactly. Yeah. So subscribe to the podcast today. You'll also find that at murphysamandjody.com as well. Um, so we're back, and it's Monday, and Monday's a good day to get back on track. It's the number one workout day. Of Americans, at least. Oh, is Number it really? one eat right day, Monday. Oh, baby. Every mm. day is a new day to start over, especially Monday. You have no choice. It's kind of um, like a New Year's resolution every week. It is. Mondays are the busiest days at gyms. Mm-hmm. Um, Fridays, not so much. I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I find that also, now that you and I are, Murphy, we're watching what we eat at home. We're trying to eat healthier. I'm yeah. working out more. Don't you, didn't you find it harder to eat right on the weekend? It's yes. an attitude, which proves yeah. it's an attitude. It's a mindset. Yeah. Because it's the it's a different day of the week is all. But is it on the weekends, too? You think you want to treat yourself for doing good all week? Well, and look, we How do, do you that. Feel? It, yeah, we the, do. I'm just still trying to do the portion control. Yeah. That's the main thing. Even You know, if I'm not... I'll do the hamburger. I'll skip the fries. Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh man, that's yeah, the actually, smart I, thing to honestly, do. Honestly, I have cut French fries out. I, it's 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 an easy way to get rid of five to six hundred calories. Think about it. It's Sam. A lot of calories. You know what I mean? I know, Sam. And, you know, Don't even get me started on cutting out cheese fries. And, oh. I, and it doesn't mean that I'll oh. cut them out forever. But the thing is, I'm just you know I'm not. Look, making those small changes should see results, and you are seeing results. Yeah. And I will say this: that is what the weekend with us still being in this space is what reminded me. Or, that it's mind it's a mindset yeah it is mind over matter if you decide to do it and if you stay on track in your mind uh you can do it because the weekend mindset is what throws you it's, it's the weekend. if i can create a good discipline habit it'll be good but gosh. i see what sam is saying it's kind of un-american to order a burger without fries yeah oh well well call me a, next time i'll come pick up the fries if it's any consolation i'm still getting bacon on the burger all right it's <laughs> yeah, not totally gone uh sour on you yeah so anyway i just think that's interesting and good luck at the gym today since it's the busiest day at the gym yeah. in america all right coming up in just a little bit this hour why well, i had to tell phoebe to stop looking at me the other day Our youngest daughter? seems weird but yeah i did and coming up in the mailbag sam you mm-hmm. don't have the dog ellie anymore but yeah. linda has the answer to your problem and it's sitting in this room Ooh. oh cool david Coming up, I'm going to find out how Sam's out-of-control party went. You know, the one with all of his kids this weekend. He made it here today. Mm-hmm. All right, look, we love hearing from you. Reach out anytime, 877-310-4675, or get us on Instagram or Facebook. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in that bag today of yours? Well, Sam, how are you doing this morning? That's what I want to know, since it's your first weekend without Ellie. Um, oh, I forgot oh, about that. The dog that you babysat for 10 months, You know, I was a sweetheart. I'm fine. I'm, I think just from looking at Gus that he might be a little lonely. That's right. Because he's just been kind of walking around like, when's that dog coming back? Well, and you had to send her back to her real home. That's what happened to her. Right. Yeah. Okay. Went back to uh, with Jack. Give- and by the way, I did get to see her yesterday, too. Oh, when you uh, dropped brought, off Jack? Brought Jack home and Ellie was there. And I was like, hey, Ellie. And... <gasps> Yeah, you're the new owner. I remember you. you. Well, anyway, the deal is you got to give Gus a lot of extra love right now and then maybe think about bringing Gus a friend. What's in the mailbag, Mm -hmm. David? Well, coincidentally enough, Linda says, it seems to me that the best thing to do is to look to your bestie, Jody, for a foster dog that needs a forever home. This proves that you need one of your own. I bet Jody would agree with me. Well, dog, some most dogs are happier with their own kind. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean all. There are some dogs that need to be the only one. You mean with a pack, not the same type of dog. Right. I don't mean the a same bunch of breed. Beagles. No. <laughs> dogs. They some dogs need other dogs mm-hmm. to feel a balance. 
talking the Caesar way here. Okay, so thank you, Linda. And Lisa says, it's awesome that you're able to do that for her owner. It's such a selfless thing to do. I think Gus is going to miss her more than you, though. Yeah. Maybe it's time to get him his own brother or sister. Mm. Just saying. Yeah, well, Gus is definitely missing her more, but you know, yeah. we're, we're not in a rush right now to get Gus a buddy. No, you're not in a rush, but one day you'll need to. And you, you understand that since I foster so often... You could try it out, and if it didn't work, mm-hmm. I would still, you know, I could help yeah. you. And you've seen how that works, Sam, when it, we try, yeah. and the dog stays, so really one becomes three. <laughs> yeah, that's why you wind up with five. That's like, not yeah. true. That's not true. That was all part of a yeah. plan. All right, Linda and Lisa, thank you for reaching out. Um, I'm glad you still get to see Ellie. Mm-hmm. That's the bonus of that situation. That doesn't happen for everybody. Yeah. All right, reach us anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Why I had to tell one of the kids at an event recently to not look at me. Which is weird, I know, but there's a reason. Okay, so last week our Phoebe had cheer camp. And she's mm-hmm. done with it now. And it was very fun and exciting. I know producer David is very familiar with cheer camp because you used to be a cheerleader, mm-hmm, uh, college, college cheerleader, and you also did cheer camps with UCA. Yes, during you the were, summers, I used to work as a cheer camp instructor. Right. How cool it have, would it have been for you to have been a coach of Phoebe's? I know that you weren't, but still. <laughs> when I showed up for the final day, Murphy couldn't be there. He had a meeting, but I, I videoed everything I needed to, and they did their performances along with a bunch of other squads. But um, when they would come do practice runs of it, of what they were doing, and just dances and cheers. Did yeah. a little stunting. It was really fun. But when they were doing the practice rounds, we watched the practice rounds too. And then the the real one they did, they got judged for, and they were the only ones out there doing it. That's how it goes. Were the judges feet. watching the practice round too? We well, do, but we don't. We you don't, you don't judge on it. that. You I don't mean, score you just it. go and you help them out and give any last minute critiques that they need. Okay. And then right. the official once they take the mat by themselves, that's when you start officially pen and paper judging. Right. Well, I got there as early as I could to get a good spot because I knew I was going to be videoing it for Murphy and her her big sister Taylor. And every time she did a run through practice run through with her squad. Um, she was looking at me and missing some <laughs> uh, of the cues from oh, her coach. Okay. And so before the actual, I pull, I, 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 you know, said, come here, come here. And she came to me. I said, look, baby, please don't worry about me. Don't look at me. You do your job. I realized and I remember being a kid and it being everything that someone you love is there to be there for you. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I was so worried. And she was going to go up on somebody's shoulders. I did not want her looking to me. Yeah. Because that's going to take her, right? Her yeah, focus that's great. Off. That is fantastic advice. Because she needs to be looking at the crowd and following the leader just like and anything she, else. And I want to say she did. I mean, after it, when her arms were straight up in the air, she looked at me. She gave me a cute little, look, I did it. You know, yeah. it felt like a negative thing really to good. say. I'm so, glad you, I'm so glad that you did that, though, because she needed that coaching. It's I wondered if other kids were doing the same People thing say, and they, throwing them off. They do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I've had to do that in Little League. Yeah. You know, and the kids are like looking over while they're dribbling down or playing base, by baseball. It's yeah. like, pay attention to what you're doing. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Isn't it really kind of the job of the coach mm-hmm. to, you know, to do that? David, yeah. when you were coaching like that, is that what oh, you do I'll that I'll tell too? you all the time whenever they'll be at camp they'll do it perfectly but whenever the parents show up yeah. that's when all these crazy mistakes yeah. happen whole new level. never yeah. seen it's like what team is this who, it's a who whole new level of nerves and that's also visual proof that you know man the parents opinion it's it's everything it is it's everything coming up sam has music news j-lo is coming back to the big screen in another romantic comedy all right 
Sam's Got Music News. J-Lo has signed on to produce and star in a new romantic comedy called Second Act. Holla. And she says this is going to be different because it's going to be a romantic comedy for an older, now that she's, what, 47, She's 48? 47 years old. Yeah, she says as an older actress, it's going to have a different kind of theme to it to Good. show that every woman can be empowered to do more and, you know, not limit your dreams. It's not the, it. the 24-year-old romantic comedy kind of thing. Good, because I'll say this. You know how much I love J-Lo, and I love her dancing and her music is the number one reason. I, I have I have yet to fall in love with any of her of her romantic comedies. In fact, I, I don't well, they, care for them. They, they've kind of struggled at the box office They're in predictable. The past, right? They're a little, they're predictable. You know, as much as I like romantic comedies, I've never liked any of hers. <laughs> not yet. And it's nothing personal. It's well, just, yeah. this may be the one that turns all that around. And It might, because it says it's a comedy of working girl meets made in Manhattan. The important thing for me is it's directed by the person that did Fifty First Dates, which oh, is one of the greatest romantic comedies of all time. So uh, Bruno Mars. I don't know if you caught this over the weekend, Jody, but this weekend, yesterday was the 33rd anniversary of Purple Rain being released, mm-hmm. and you know Bruno at the last Grammys did the Prince tribute. Yeah. So uh, you know, for a little fun over the weekend, he released the rehearsal video from the oh, Grammys cool. of him and his band. You know, they're not fully decked out. And here's a little snippet of it. Because he was wearing the purple jacket right. and the ruffle shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it's like everybody's dressed down and doing their practice. It seems dark and the little time numbers are running next to it to show you how long it's going and That's all that. Cool. And so what we did was we, we got it on the website if you want to go check it out. I love that, man. See that little tribute there. Ah, uh, Bruno. Uh, and the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame class of 2018 has been announced. There are eight musicians on the list leading the way. Carrie Underwood. So that means she'll be getting a star next year on the nice. Walk of Fame. Mary J. Blige, Ice-T, Snoop Dogg, Harry Connick. Wow. And most important, Weird Al Yankovic will be getting his star <laughs> on the Walk of Fame next year. And I'm sure he's going to make that ceremony as weird oh, as possible. Oh, yes, he will. Sam's personally excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up next, we want to hear all about the big party Sam threw this weekend that you are anxious about. I'm still shaking. <laughs> So, Sam, you were nervous yes, about this Jody. huge party you were throwing. Why were you nervous, and how did it go? Um, I was nervous because, you know, it was just supposed to be about 10 people, and then... It was couple, family, right? These yeah. were birthday parties and all, kind of like the post-Father's Day get-together that you didn't get to have. Yeah, it was a birthday party for uh, Sammy, because that was his birthday Saturday. Nice. 28, and then the twins were about a week ago, so we had that all together. I love those kind of parties. You're just there to celebrate everything. And the twins turned 12? Twins are 12. And it wasn't really supposed to be Father's Day, but, you know, I got a couple of Father's Day cards. Nice. So, That's uh, cool. And an, an Amazon gift card. Woo-hoo-hoo! Yeah. Okay. And uh, by the Burn way, that up today. Jackson gave me a fidget spinner. No, right. Father's do you, Day. Do yeah. you like it? Uh, it's okay. I think I, I need to grease it up a little more because it doesn't spin you fast enough. You need to bring enough. it and see what Murphy thinks of it. Yeah, so this is not a battery-powered one. This is one you actually yeah, press you and put it. You have to spin it. There and, 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 okay. and, and I was doing it, too, and it was just like, okay, this... Well, it now, doesn't, now that I have my own, it's just like, okay. It doesn't capture your imagination. Right. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, so... Um, did did more people come than you expected? That was um, your worry, right? You know what's funny is everybody that supposed that was supposed to come, I think, came. I didn't even start. I I just lost track of it just, the door everything. kept getting knocked on. You kept yeah. opening it, yeah, and then it was just plain fun. I couldn't believe how much. I expected to be nervous the whole time, or you right. know that, that I'm hosting it. Hosting we have anxiety. This, we have enough that. It's a real thing, and yeah. I just kind of sat back and let the party 
do I, I set itself. everything up and then sat back and let the party take over. Nice. And everybody was sitting around the table telling stories. That's and how it's supposed to it be. It was real fun. My mom, of course, showed up an hour ahead of time. Oh, oh. <laughs> wait, wait. She, maybe she was there to help you. No. She, it was like I tell everybody one o'clock and, I'm, and I look outside at 11.55 and there she is. I was like, I told you one. Well, I can go drive around if you want me to. <laughs> It's like, no, just come in. It's funny. Parents are always kind of like that. They're you know? early. You're, you're My, doing all that last minute trying to get it cleaned. and But that's what that's tricky because you feel obligated to visit when you're still trying to get everything ready. Yeah. My papa always shows up early, and I'm like, coffee's almost ready. Yeah. And he doesn't care that I continue picking up and getting ready. Yeah, he's yeah. good with it. He just wants to make sure he's there on time. So it was a The good thing day. was I was... I was pretty much done with setting everything up so it was when she showed up it was just like no there's nothing to do just chill on. well yeah. you're good at this you should keep hosting parties i think i might excellent we'll, we'll come Maybe next you weekend. can invite us to the next one yeah <laughs> okay well, i might as well next jody's got the hollywood outsider All right why bradley cooper was on stage at a music festival this weekend that's next Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Bradley Cooper, you know what he's been working on, right? Remember? Uh, Star is Born. Boom. There you go. With, with Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. You're giving me a million reasons to let you go. This will be the You're world's chance to see if she can really act, which I believe she can do anything. Right. She's done with her parts. But remember, he is directing this movie, Bradley Cooper, and he plays a washed up musician mm-hmm. who you know finds this new awesome talent and takes him takes her under his wing so he had to do some parts for this movie singing and being on stage and whatnot so what happened this weekend Can he sing? for real the glastonbury music festival ah. so cameras were rolling he all of a sudden right before chris christopherson for real took the stage right um, he jumped up and did a surprise set he crashed the stage and did a couple of songs now the audience could hear him singing, and apparently he can sing, uh-huh. um, but they couldn't hear the guitar. I think the guitar parts, he was strumming or whatever, but that will be added they're gonna later. they that in later? Yeah, they're adding that in later, but isn't that cool that mm-hmm. his voice could be heard for the crowd? They did this recently together, a Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. They sort of staged a live concert right after Coachella. Right. Because the audience had, is already there. Right, it's they like, had the stage and everything already built. So. Right, so Gaga mm-hmm. wasn't there this weekend, but Bradley Cooper got on stage like longish hair scruffy looking like playing the part you know the beard and stuff what's funny is he, he did that right before chris christopherson who was that's I the, guess the character he's playing from the original movie well not actually not the original from the 76 from the seven, version yeah. but there was another version before that this is a story that audiences love and apparently stands up and he wanted to make it for a long time remember he had talked to beyonce mm-hmm. he had wanted beyonce also um but he's super excited about this project so much so that he was on stage guess who was also there at glastonbury Brad Pitt backstage oh. hanging out watching it dude I'm Brad Pitt and I'm here he was signing autographs and looking well how and many, seeming fine how many Brads can you handle I know Brad Lee and Brad I'm also want to let you know from the weekend box office as predicted trans- Transformers sort of took over y'all want to see some dead robots we're not supposed to be here we're kids, man. We get away with anything. All right, Transformers: The Last Night, which mm-hmm. is maybe the last Transformers movie. It made forty-five million, which may seem great, but most of them make sixty, seventy yeah. million. Um, so not so much for this one. Cars three falls to the number two spot, and Wonder Woman hanging in at number three. Cool. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at eight thirty, an update on the very famous, cute Clooney twins. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Uh, and coming up, we had some. 
trying to teach old dogs new tricks at our house this weekend. Mm-hmm. Ret- retraining. Tell you how that went coming up next. Apparently, you can't teach an old dog new tricks because that's what we did this weekend at our house. We started retraining our dog house training, uh-huh. which is crate, tra- crate training, actually. Yeah, because one started creating some bad habits again. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'd give it a B plus, Jody, but I don't know yeah. that it was totally successful. I'm very well, happy. It's only with, a couple days. Huh? Right. It's only a couple of days. I'm super happy with a B plus. Okay. So our dog, Stella the Pity, she's doing great. You know, she's a little skittish. You know, some people can be crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, some dogs can be crazy, and Stella's well, yeah. a little crazy. Uh-huh. Um, so she's doing fine though. She gets in her when I when I say kennel up, man, she goes in there like mm-hmm. a rocket. She knows the the deal. The other dog is our foster dog, Sadie, and she is the one who I'm so hopeful for, and she's done really well. Of course, there's a glitch though. Yeah. So several it's a weird glitch. Too. It's a weird glitch. Okay, so I'll leave her in the crate. No more than two hours at a time and take her out and take her into the yard and when she pees i reward her like crazy you know Mm -hmm. like pet her like crazy i don't i I just stand there and don't distract her until she does it and squats it takes a little time but when she pees outside i'm just all over loving her and praising and so and then i don't put her right back in i let her have some time outside to run and play Mm -hmm. and then later that's what we've been doing all weekend long but when she goes running and gets to the edge of the yard, that's it's like slamming on the brakes to a car. It's the weirdest thing. She was fine with running in the yard. Now she does not want her paws in the grass. It's really, we can it, as excited as she get, which gets, we can go out in the yard, man. She's hightailing it out the door, and if she gets to the edge, stops. I right think it's wow. because we've had some rain and the water. I mean, the the grass was really wet, so she thinks it's still wet. Oh, and so you know, and, and our dog, puppy. Yeah, our dogs are no help because they pee where they want to on the sidewalk and murphy just sprays it off mm-hmm. so she is house training and guess what early first thing this morning babe before you even woke up mm-hmm. i took her out and she did great she came out and peed but on the yeah, you know the stepping know. stone and not in the grass but i still rewarded it because it's not in the house that's yeah. right yep yeah. better than inside i agree with that so excited so and she's hopeful. getting there Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. Uh, we're going to hear from Jean. She's feeling our pain on the Sopranos ending, which is <laughs> not an ending. And I know it was 10 years ago. Also, Holly Clegg stopping by with something that the kids can make in the kitchen easily this summer. Holly Clegg is here. And kids, if you're up already for the summer, you've got to listen to this. My girls will want to make this in the kitchen. Holly, it's cookies and cream cheese cupcakes. Yes. Mm. Who doesn't like cheesecake and who doesn't like Oreo cookies? Yeah, wrap your brain around that. Oh, and they're so much fun because you put them in a little muffin tin. So it's a good project for the yes. kids. You don't have to worry about cutting slices and forks and all that. You it's can just a, carry it around with you. Not a typical cupcake either. No, it's portion control, right? Okay, okay, uh-huh, okay. okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, but okay. Every, this is from Kitchen 101, which is my easiest of all my cookbooks. And of course, it's a healthy book as well. But you just take your Oreo cookie, put it on the bottom, and then you take a mixture of cream cheese, egg white. Mm-hmm. yogurt and then you crush some of those up uh, oreo cookies that into let's that into that and then you just bake it and it, it's done oh and so it the cookie is your crust yes the- mm. yeah so it's so mm. easy okay. throw it together about you know less than 10 ingredients and it's r- light for the summer you could keep it in your refrigerator pot you, they freeze great that's so cool. when you want something fun and it's great for the kids to do too. So. That's it. That's e- it's that easy. Yeah. It's in Kitchen 101, my easiest book, oh, so it has to be. Oh, okay. So the Greek yogurt give it sort of that zing. 
Yeah, we I love Greek creamy. yogurt, like in smoothies. Okay, cheesecake. The difference is, if you go eat cheesecake out, it's probably twenty five grams of saturated fat, and this yeah. is four because we're combining. You know, I make everything healthier for you, but I still right. want to give you. The you taste. know, the flavors and make it taste good. It have that rich taste to it, but we're using egg whites and cool. reduced fat cream cheese and fat-free yogurt. So, oh, cool. you know what you could do, Sam? If you don't want to use plain Oreo cookies at the bottom. I was about to ask that. Yeah. Because the Oreo has like 50 different flavors. You know, it's on aisle. That, that red velvet flavor or the... Oh, mm. I think you just gave me a new recipe. The birthday yeah. cake flavor. Mm. More yeah. than mint. The golden, yeah. the golden Oreos. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is cute, Holly. Yeah, this could be fun for St. Patrick's Good for the Day. Kids. All the 4th of July, you could use your red uh, velvet oh, ones. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, you could drizzle the top with like little confetti. You know, in the springtime, I put out those ones with the blue and the yellow cream. They don't taste differently. No, they taste like regular Oreos. Okay. Yeah, but this is fun. It's okay. like the M&M made it uh, holiday appropriate now yeah. we have Oreo cookies very cool Yum. cookies and cream cheese cupcakes from Holly Cle- Holly Clegg's Kitchen 101 cookbook catch the recipe now uh, where you find Holly or at murphysamandjody.com okay we love hearing from you jump in anytime to the conversation the number is 877-310-4MSJ what's going on Jean? And I love your show. I, I listen to you every day on my way to work, Thank and you. I love it. And Thank you. Sam, I think you have the best laugh ever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we think so, too. It's awesome. When he gets really tickled. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and I've been listening to your commentary on The Sopranos, too. We were big Sopranos fans. We watched it basically yeah. every week. Yeah. And I agree with you, uh, Jody, about the ending. It was like, what? Yeah. I mean, like, give me a little more. Yeah. I don't have to yeah. see him on the floor. Or running, or going to see a an FBI agent, but I need to I need to see something that gives me some inkling Closure. where you think he ended up because you made him up, you wrote him exactly. <laughs> and the whole you know how many seasons did it run? But um, I my personal feeling was that they did it like that to leave it open for possibly um, you know. Oh. Not a sequel, but reopening it. Right. Yeah. Right. But now that um, James Scott and Gandolfini is not yeah. with us any longer. No, there won't knows, be. So. They do say I did. I will tell you this, little Hollywood outsider, just for you. Supposedly, someone at HBO said that the creator would look into doing a an origin story. So maybe the story of his dad and Uncle June. When they were in their oh, heyday, and Polly would be a part of that too, a young Polly. So that would be cool. Now that's interesting. I know, and there would be that a would kid be- who would be Tony. Yeah, little Love Annie. It. Yeah, and I would be there for that. Absolutely, that yeah. sounds great. I know, cool, huh? Yeah, thank you, Jane. I, I did not think about <clears throat> before James Gandolfini passed away that they might have left it open for some more follow-up. You I, know guess, what I mean? A few I years, resurrected, and that sort of thing. Still owed me an ending, though. All right, we love hearing from you. Jump in anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. We've got the baby update on some very famous twins. Coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. An update on some very famous twins. We'll start with the Clooney twins, George and Amal's Mm -hmm. baby boy and girl. This is not from... Alan L. This is not from the... Alexander. 
Not from their mouths, but their friends. Randy Gerber and Cindy Crawford visited them Mm -hmm. in London. And Randy said that George is super happy right now, which is cool for him to see. The twins are super cute and look like both of them. Look like a a nice mix. And that Amal uh, is a wonderful mother. It seems to come very naturally to her. The other famous twins also... A boy and a girl. We just don't have names confirmed. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z's twins are apparently still dealing with premature birth issues. Still under the lights, the Billy Rubin lights. That doesn't mean they're in the hospital still. It doesn't mean they're home yet. I don't know where they are. That's just not being reported. You don't know where they are because Jay-Z doesn't want us to know. Right. And that's okay. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. One reason you can be glad that it's Monday, I know Murphy is, is that it's easier to watch it and be good, and I do mean diet, during the week because you have more of a schedule mm-hmm. than on the weekend. Man, we blow it out a little bit on the weekend. Yeah, and I didn't mean it. I thought I'd kind of contained myself. I made the mistake of getting on the scale this morning, Jody, and I've gained two pounds back. Don't, you know? don't, don't do that. We that could also be water. It went, we went to this ribs place, and I'm like, I, you know, I didn't overdo the starch, but I couldn't help myself. I had to get the two meat platter, not the one meat platter. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't even forget about the sushi, though. We also had, we also had sushi, oh, sushi God, on Friday night. Too, uh, uh, yeah, right. but sushi's healthy for you. Right. <laughs> you don't know what kind we got. Look, the deal is, I don't, I'm not one of these people that believes in weighing every day and, and sweating every pound. That's not the point. The point is what you do all, overall, and that's what works. Okay. It's what you do most of the time, and Monday through Friday is a lot bigger of chunk of time than Saturday, Sunday, so be good now. Yeah, you're allowed a couple cheat days. That's you good. are. Well, that's inspiring, so I've got, you know, today to get, I did good for breakfast, so maybe lunch and dinner, I'll be on track, and you know, next thing you know. Yeah, you bought all the, losing weight. you got all the healthy stuff in the house, now just grab it. Yeah. Not all at once. Yeah, not right. yeah. That's the deal too. We had a great weekend though, and that was some good barbecue, man. Yeah, it was. Don't get me started. I'm now, sorry. Jody. You're right. And if you're having the same problem that Jody and I are having with dogs who've been in your home forever, all of a sudden just go into the bathroom in the house again, mm-hmm. retraining. What's that all about? Uh, we've got some solutions in the after the show podcast coming up today. So subscribe. You know, of all the things, Murphy, that you've ordered off of Amazon, have you ever ordered clothes? Uh, yes, not much though. Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, yeah. Jody, <laughs> Jody has. You know what? I I don't know why. I guess there are a handful of department stores. I still order from their websites right. just because I know what I'm getting and I know that it fits. Mm-hmm. You heard department about Amazon Ward, Amazon Wardrobe, the new one that they're starting. I heard about it, but I don't know anything. The, about this it. sounds. It, it's basically it sounds foolproof. One reason I haven't really ordered clothes is it's like I'm always afraid to get the wrong size and I got to go through shipping it back and all that. And stuff. And you do. Right? That's pretty easy. Uh, if you don't like yeah, shopping. That's, that's really true. It uh, is. Amazon Wardrobe is you order between 3 and 15 items, and it's clothing, shoes, accessories, whatever. They send it to you, but they also send you a package to send stuff back yeah. free. Now, what they do is you try everything on, decide if you like it, and you got seven days. If you keep the stuff after seven days, they charge you. The stuff you send back, you don't get charged for, plus it's free shipping back. It does sound foolproof. Yeah. It so does. To me, you that's know. like you, you can't lose there. It's true, and the longer you live shop for yourself you know what works for you you yeah. know what styles you like you just have to know you know what sizes work yeah. and don't work and depending well, on how many of those pieces you keep there's a discount you know wow. well most department stores do the same thing though yeah. you can ship back for free in in, in return so mm-hmm. amazon's just trying to be competitive with that true. i get it oh they have no trouble being competitive yeah, that's that's true coming up it is kind of weird to have to tell your kid don't look at me but it's for the right reasons you know yeah when, don't look at me 
And, and so why that actually happened to our youngest daughter, Phoebe, is coming up. And uh, so after the show, the podcast today, retraining a dog that has been awesome for years but starts mm-hmm. using the bathroom in the house again. Jody and I have the solution. Actually, I should give Jody the credit. Solutions. She's the one, she's the one that came up with the solution. So yep. we're going to try this out for size in the After the Show podcast.